the World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, three. Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself. Which means, uh, he's got to beat the game, uh, in the middle of the ring, uh, and he has a $2 s- for a wife, uh. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting out of the bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! oh, wow. So make no mistake about it, this is an official declaration of war. This is what you call... A paradigm shift. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday, live here on our Facebook page. We apologize for the slightly late start. We're going to blame it on the intern. Uh, it was the intern's fault. We're blaming him, and that's that's just how it's got to be tonight. Um, but we are the podcast of the millennium. It is Thursday, September the 3rd, 2020. We got tons to talk about this week, including, yes, another pay-per-view and the big dog rules his yard. But first, make sure you go to 3CountThursday.com. That's where you can find everything 3Count related. All of our social media links, our YouTube channel, our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. Oh, you're muted, Tim. What a maneuver. Yes, yes what a maneuver. Thank you. Thank you. Our Patreon page, our home network, of course, NGSE Sports. You can find them at NGSEsports.com. And also, we stream daily at LeebSports.com. Ryan, that would be? L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. That's the one. Welcome in, everybody. Hope everybody is doing well. If you're following along with us on a live video, make sure you interact with us on the show. Give it a like. Give it a share uh, as well. Uh, Tim? How you doing? I'm good. I'm doing last-minute stuff as on the fly per usual but that's how we do around here. I like the uh, I like the um, the format this week on the uh, on the video. Looking good. I think good. I'm sticking with this. I yeah. think this is going to be this it. one's sharp. This one's sharp. Uh, Ryan, how you doing? Yeah, it's Tim. Very nice. You've uh, you really done it great this time. It looks very nice. Uh, I am doing good, Jim. Thanks for asking. Good, good. And Matt, how you doing? I'm doing good. Just uh, good to be back. Moved in, so I'm um, happy to join you guys again. Yeah, I see the uh, the the new setup behind you, and uh, it's good to see you. Good to have you back uh, back with us this week. Um, right off the bat, we actually have an indie show to promote this week. This Saturday, CCW uh, has a free show. That is the best price of any price. 
uh, at the Marysville Lions Club, Marysville, Pennsylvania. Doors, quote unquote, at uh, 4 p.m. bell time is at 5. Um, it is outdoors. Uh, wear your mask. Still need to have a mask on. Social distancing will be observed. Um, you know, so uh, be prepared for that. Uh, three matches announced. Uh, intern Mark in the chat. He's not with us in video because technology is fun. Uh, but intern Mark, I am doing well. Thank you. Thank you for uh, for asking. I hope you are doing well despite the uh, the you know the the video issues. But oh, hi, Mark. Um, there are three matches announced for a CCW show. Uh, Rob Noxious taking on Mr. Ping. Uh, we have the CCW tag champs, the Pony Express, defending against the Frat Boys. And uh, CCW champ BJ Walker defending against Dorian Black. So uh, three matches announced. I'm sure there'll be more uh, when you get there on Saturday. But again, free show. Uh, weather looks to be fantastic this weekend here in central Pennsylvania. So uh, if you got nothing else to do, go celebrate uh, the holiday weekend with uh, with some great independent wrestling here in central PA. So um, let's uh, – Mark says he's okay. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I think – I guess we're all a little bummed out that uh, you're not with us, but you're with us in the chat. So, so that's all uh, good as well. Again, uh, give a like and a share on the, uh, on the video. We'd appreciate that. Uh, let's jump into – our weekly segment. Three birthdays uh, today. Uh, born in 1969. You m- hopefully, maybe, might possibly remember Mrs. Cleavage, mother of Beaver Cleavage, was born on this day. in 1969. And TJ Perkins in uh, 1984. And Allie slash the bunny uh, in 1987. Crazy that both of them were born on on this day in 87. Uh, and then I just have four things, and this is what happens when the host fails to prepare the dates, uh, events beforehand. Uh, four items, starting back on this day. 1953, Vernon Gagne is awarded the first Chicago NWA United States heavyweight title, of course, in Chicago, Illinois. On this day. In 1982, Bad News Allen defeats Bret Hart in Calgary, Alberta, to win the Stampede North American Heavyweight title, ending Hart's fourth reign as champion. Then we move all the way to... On this day! In 2001, WWF held its 432nd episode of Raw is War, live before 18,019 fans at the Air Canada Centre in Toronto, Ontario. The show got a 4.62 rating on TNN. Uh, on uh, hours of 4.59 and 4.65. And then finally, on this day! in 2005, PWG held the first of two events of its an- first annual Battle of Los Angeles at, uh, at the Hollywood Jewish Community Center in Los Angeles, California. The show featured the first round of the 16-man Battle of Los Angeles tournament. Those items were on this day! for September the third. All right, let's um let's jump back to this past Sunday, uh, WWE Payback, of course, on the award-winning WWE Network. Um, we don't we don't have to go like super long-winded. I think probably the the biggest, the two biggest topics of conversation coming out of this show was, of course, Keith Lee getting the victory over Randy Orton, and then and then of course, uh, Roman Reigns winning the Triple Threat. Um, is there any other? I, I did my full review of the show 
um, on uh, on Monday. You can find it in the podcast feed. Is there any besides those items? Is there anything a particular note that any of you guys want to talk about from Payback? Um, I would want to talk about the ending to the Shayna Baszler Nia Jax match. Um, it was a, a very unique submission that uh, oh yeah I've ever seen. I've never seen before. So really cool to see Shayna Baszler get some shine and uh, really you know put over. Shayna Baszler and her abilities over two of the top tier talent in Bailey and Sasha Banks. So I thought that spoke a lot. And um And that match and, you know, that match was better than I thought it was going to be. A lot better than I thought it was going to be. I didn't I didn't have a lot of expectation because I just didn't know how the match was going to be put together. And I thought they did a really good job both um you know both featuring Shayna Baszler and then you know utilizing Nia Jax best as possible I you know this isn't a, a an insult to Nia Jax I think she probably works best in a tag team I think this this is like the best version of Nia Jax we may have ever seen in my opinion she's been training a lot with Brian Kendrick so it shows <sighs> what an ass that's the joke that we'll just uh That'll, that'll never die. Um, but that's my own fault. I, I, I can only blame myself um, for that one. Um, Nikki said Nikki says she uh, she really enjoyed the show. Uh, she said the the women's match gave her tears. I don't is I guess she's a huge Shayna fan. Not sure. Um, Mark gave the show a B plus. We'll grade the show then. Um, Matt or Tim, any any thoughts on the women's tag? Um, aside, I think the finish really helps the match. Uh, cause it was very not good until the end. Okay. At least for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of moving pieces. I just, um, but that you, the finish was absolutely unique. I've never seen that before. Did she actually tap both of them out? No, Bailey tapped. Okay. Which I assume... I, and I think even I think Sasha tweeted on Monday specifically that she didn't tap. So I think that obviously is going to play in, yeah. into that story as well. Bailey Bailey's now physically responsible for both of Sasha's titles be, going away. Um, so that makes that makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, I got nothing else for the women's title. How about you, Matt? No. All right. So obviously we saw. Um, I mean, I, I, I actually, I really enjoyed this show top to bottom. I thought Biggie, I, I enjoyed the hell out of Biggie and Sheamus as well. Those, that was just, they let two big guys be big guys and fight each other. Um, so I, I, I like that. And hopefully, um, you know, I think we're, we're starting to see the pieces of what should be a long Biggie build, which is good. Um, Let's talk about Keith Lee and Randy Orton. Uh, obviously, the shortest match on the card. Keith Lee defeating Orton clean six minutes and forty seconds. Um, and I, you know, between that and the next night on Raw, when even despite Keith Lee not winning the main event to get the title title spot, it showcased his finisher as you know as a as a dominant finishing move, which is really good. Um, 
what did he use as the finish? It was the 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 power bomb thing. The spirit bomb. Yeah, the spirit bomb. Okay. Um, not the not the glorified a uh, AA. No, no, it was it was the spirit bomb. Um, but you know, for me, and and I know they didn't they didn't uh, they didn't change his music yet. I'm, I'm well aware of that. Um, but uh, there was a there was a change on the entrance gear. I think it was a. I, I saw people saying it was a bit of a Black Panther tribute um, from Keith Lee on the entrance gear. Um, but to, to me, again, proof is in the pudding. Six minutes and 40 seconds de- beating Randy Orton after the summer of Orton. Um, I, I like I like the direction that they're headed with Keith Lee. Yeah, I think they changed his shorts, too. It's more of a, of a trunks rather than like the Joey yeah. Samoe shorts with the... Uh... With the yeah, he wasn't them. wearing like the skirt thing that he was the swooshy, no. the swooshy shorts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm I'm completely fine with Keith Lee's attire right now. Um, the the big giant body stocking on the top. I mean, I'll, I'll get used to it. But look, Dusty got over in polka dots. Keith Lee can get over in this tight shirt. Like, if he's going out and he's doing Keith Lee's stuff, like. That's perfectly acceptable for me. I got no problem. I mean, we all remember the time they put Kevin Owens in a suit. Oh, wait, no, that never actually ended up happening. Uh, Ryan, thoughts? Um, There's a, another fellow podcaster who I'd like to just try to maybe channel a little bit um, and, and yell a little bit and then call you an idiot for liking it, Jim, um, bro, and, and be from New York. And I just don't understand why somebody would like something like this. Um, no, I don't know. The match was great. Uh, the Spirit Bomb is such a its such a great move. It's a really solid move for our big guy. Big guy doing big guy things is what we should see out of big guys. Sure. Um, I hate the music. I've been very vocal about it. No need to change it. Uh, it's, it's, it's beyond dumb. But I'm not going to get stupid angry about it and... Uh, you know, and, and yell into my microphone or my phone or whatever <laughs> I'm talking into right now. So uh, the Flyers might lose today. Uh, so that might get me yelling. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see on that. Uh, that that's Mark's fault. Um, they were winning before the debacle or was tied. I don't freaking know. It's Mark's fault. But, um, yeah, yeah, Keith Lee is a good guy. I like him. He's a big boy. Very good. Uh, Matt? Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to argue with the results at this point. Um I also don't like the change in the music. I don't understand it, but um, really, Jim, with the Trulies. They're tasty. Don't judge me. <laughs> I mean, you do have the claws out shirt, so you're one step away. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so uh, back to Keith Lee. I, I think that the build um, wow. is going to be a fun one to, to watch. Um, and, you know, Starting off with a few against Orton and a big win, I think, is the main takeaway to focus on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the new music, but I can, I can, I can look past it. Um, and then let's go to the, uh, let's go to the main event. Obviously, it was the uh, no hold barred triple threat, and and I figured something along the lines of what we saw with the superplex was coming. Cause like in the first match, I was like, wait a second, they don't have the led posts. And I was like, have they had them in 
the 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 Thunderdome. So I like look back at like pictures and stuff from SmackDown and SummerSlam, and I was like, okay, they were there. So something's going to happen. I thought it's, you know, I I was thinking on the lines of retribution. I thought maybe retribution was going to come down and destroy the ring, and I thought if they come down and disrupt that that main event, then you can get out of Reigns not winning, the Fiend not losing, and everybody can just unite and complain about retribution <laughs> than anything else. Um, but of course, then we saw the the superplex. Charles Robinson, little Nate took the bump of the night. <laughs> um, kudos to that guy. Um, and then, you know, Reigns came in, signed the contract, cleaned house, uh, kicked, kicked the fiend in the dick, gave Brawny the spear, and the big dog is back on top of the World Wrestling Federation Entertainment. Um, Never saw it coming. See? I knew you'd finally come around. They should, maybe should have had that for uh, the tagline for, for payback. But um, I loved it. Um like the the match between the fiend and Braun was not about what you would expect, but between the fiend and Braun, um, but I, you know, I, I I figured Reigns, I predicted Reigns was going to come out on top. He did. He's a Paul Heyman guy. It was a you know, it was besides the music, um, which they didn't change. Which I mean, is weird because they change everybody's music, um. But uh, yeah, I I I, I like the way it was booked. Uh, I I am looking forward to SmackDown tomorrow night to see more of this Reigns as a Paul Heyman guy continue to develop. Tim, how about you? I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm just I'm giddy. Like I did not care for the beginning of the match because I don't understand how the match started. And there was actual pinfalls being counted until Roman showed up. Like, they, well, they he had never he hadn't signed the contract yet, and everybody knows that, that until you sign that contract, that makes sense. But now, um, it sh- I mean, it should have been the contract should have been null and void. You know, right. uh, Vince Russo's, you know, whatever stepson or whatever the the podcaster said it should have been null and void. <laughs> Because, yes. um, you know, all, all of these things in professional going. wrestling are legally binding and all of that. Yes, without question. <laughs> um, however, like I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy. I'm very pleased with uh, where we're at. Uh, Fiend didn't lose. He did not. Um, Bronny Strowman's goes down again. Yep. Uh, we get Roman still not quite freeing the titty. Yeah, um, yeah. Still wrestling in a shirt that makes somebody very happy. And um, honestly, though, Roman Reigns as WWE champion might be our best shot at Otis cashing in. Maybe. I was. Maybe? I want. I was going to touch on that too. Bye. Because, <laughs> like. I feel That's like exactly. I, I, I feel like Otis has kind of just been forgotten that he is money in the bank, and like I'm fine with having a long a long term money in the bank briefcase holder. Like I don't think both of them have to, you know, they have to be cashed in within the first week, like we've seen over the last couple of years. Um, 
And now I guess they did do the Money in the Bank lunchbox uh, last week on SmackDown. Yeah. Um. So they haven't they haven't totally forgotten, but it just it doesn't seem to be highlighted a lot that he's still kind of out there lurking. Which I guess that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I guess that's true because I guess that's kind of the uh, the point. And the longer it goes, rock the baby to sleep, the more you can then... forget. That's that's true. Yeah. Which I mean, th- that would I think that would be fun too to to, to watch. I mean, him do he that. can. He could also cash in on the uni- on the uh, WWE champion. That's true too. That's like a hidden, uh, you know, a hidden thing that I think that gets kind of because he's on SmackDown and yeah, I mean WWE's splitting up awesome tag teams left and right. So why not split up Heavy Machinery <laughs> and send Otis to Raw after Randy Orton destroys Drew McIntyre and whatever or something? I don't know what's gonna happen, but Otis. Otis also has like a whole another six months of being money in the bank. That's like, true. Let him at least let him at least put two lunches in that lunchbox. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, Ryan, thoughts on the uh, the main event? Yeah, that's what I expected. Um, so you you're saying you did see that coming? What that Roman Reigns was leaving as champion as soon as as soon as he was willing to come back. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's not a that's not a knock on him. I think he did what was right for him and his family. And I mean, the guy beat leukemia. There's no rush back. Your spot was uh, nice and toasty. We kept it warm for you. So yeah, he belongs uh, back as champion. I just I just hated to see it go to the fiend to come off of the. I I don't know. I just hated. I get protecting the fiend. The guy can get like slaughtered and killed but can't take a kick to the dick. I don't know. It just doesn't add up to me. Yeah, but at, at no point with The Fiend has he ever not been able to get hurt, though. I mean, even even his very first match uh, against Finn Balor at SummerSlam, I mean, he was pretty close to losing, like to the point where I was ready to kick through my TV because, he, right. you know, he was getting beat down. So it, it's he's not invincible he's not impervious to pain i I, there there's a level of that though that there he is jim like he takes a decent amount of moves finishers he stands up and no sells sometimes like it's part of his character but like a kick to the balls is just too much well i mean he might have very sensitive test i don't know find the toughest guy that you know and kick him in the nuts as hard as you can Tell me if he doesn't react and and fall, you know, at least at least go to a knee. If you kick him you in the dick, tell me. You mean to tell me this new Roman Reigns couldn't kick a demon in the balls and make the demon just flinch? Have you seen I his new body? He could. he could, he could, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's the big dog. <laughs> See, you heard it. He is the. He is the big Roman dog. Reigns is in my living room. <laughs> well, why is There's he not out here fisting you? <laughs> uh, I mean, the right guy took the pinfall. That yeah. that's fine. I get it. That the, the, the fiend didn't have to eat the pin, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's better on Roman Reigns anyway. I don't like the belt needing to be associated with the fiend. We've said that weeks ago that it doesn't have to happen. Um, so now that it's not there, if you're not going to make a good program with him as champion, just keep him away from the belt. Yeah, and and I I I'm having a little fun with you. I do agree. Like, and I am certainly glad that he didn't eat the pin. But let's stop. And I said it after hell. I said it before his first run as champion. I'll say it again after his second 
um, weak as champion, uh, stop giving the fiend the title. He doesn't. He doesn't need it. You know, he's one of those characters that absolutely does not need any. Uh, any. What? So, what was that? Ice tea, Tim. What was? Yeah, that? but I thought I was getting food too. <laughs> I'm going to eat, goddammit. Just have a drink. Sad music for Tim. Sad music for Tim. Uh, Here we are. Sad day. Hopefully it's still... How am I going to keep this body? Body by steak. I I did get that shirt as well. I also also feel gypped. And maybe maybe it's just my, you know, the payback and karma for my saltiness at AEW over the years. But P- pro wrestling tees. Uh, he got hosed. I got hosed. Years. They've been around for like a year. <laughs> well, it feels like it feels like years. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, the the elite goes back to you know before All In. So that All In was two years ago, right? The first All In. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. So yeah, it's been years. Roh. Roh is All In. Yeah, it same fucking difference at this point. Um, but I the pro wrestling tees did the uh like the AEW grab bag and I got the blood and guts shirt that is just Ugh. awful. It is it's awful. awful it's awful for two reasons, Jim. One it's, it's because, a bad design. It's a bad design. And two, it's a reminder of a time that the world did not know Kobe. what was happening with COVID. <laughs> yeah. Because didn't everything shut down like two weeks before blood and guts? Uh, that would be correct. That would yeah. be correct. Yeah. Like blood and guts is now the new ACW. Sure. The event never happened, right? <laughs> yes. Blood and guts never happened. Yeah. Blood never and happened. Guts ended up becoming this, the, uh, the gridiron, well, the stadium scram. What was it called? Stadium stampede. Stadium stampede yeah. match. They yeah. ended up reshuffling it and making it the stadium yeah. So I paid like ten bucks plus shipping for a shirt of a show that never happened. It is so bad. Did yeah. you put a picture of that on the Facebook and, uh, and the social media? No, but I, I sh- absolutely should. Yeah, like channel your inner vince mcmahon love and just dunk on this horrible shirt yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna make a note to myself dunk that shirt doesn't even go over well wearing it in public no like like it's just a hard sell right like it is like where am i like where am i gonna wear blood and guts shirt to like seriously easter czw right right yeah exactly okay you know, like I would, I I could wear it to the gym if I went to a gym, but like that's not happening. Both a because of COVID and b obviously. Um, Field of screams. There we go, because you know that's what big Jim does during Hall- Halloween <laughs> season. Uh, Matt, your thoughts on the payback main event? Matt, we can't hear you. Cool. Did you mute yourself? Yeah, he did. Hard mute on his end. That's not. A, I don't. I don't see him muted. That's not good. Oh no. He lost his voice. Oh no. Oh yeah. Yeah, we can't. Too much stone cold IPA. <laughs> it just makes you hoarse. Let's try that. Oh no. 
Oh, no, 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 no. We definitely can't hear you. Oh, this technology is so bad. Technology is just kicking us kicking us in the What's dick tonight. What's the celery tonight? guy saying? Celery uh, guy anywhere? Who, intern Mark? He says, uh... No, the other celery guy. <laughs> Matt, are you there? No. Oh, no. What is happening? Sad music for Matt now. Yeah, right? What the hell is even that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, intern Mark asks, can you knock a guy out by kicking him in the nuts? I don't know. Possibly. Find a guy and kick him real hard. Yeah. Who was that guy you said to at college that almost kicked you in the nuts, Jim? You complimented him, like nice earring or something. Oh, no, no. It was uh, it was Harley, and I complimented him on his sideburns. And um, apparently drunk Jim is very sarcastic sounding. And like, hey, he, bro, like nice sideburn. This is a guy, because obviously none of us, n- nobody else went to college with Ryan and I. Uh, this is a guy... Sorry about the janky look on the screen right quick. That could uh like fireman's what happened to the screen. Oh. That could like fireman's carry like a human being up multiple flights of stairs, like a two hundred plus pound human being. Matt, are you back? You let's see. Hey! hey! Yes. Woohoo! There we did it. And uh yeah, and I and I told this large human being that could beat my ass. With both hands tied behind his back, um, I, I made fun of his like mutton chops, and apparently wanted to kick my ass. Uh, but uh, Ryan and, and Matt and my friend Russ talked him down, um, talked him down overnight, and I got a stern, stern talking to via AOL Instant Messenger to watch what I say to people when I'm hammered at three in the morning. What was the screen name? Oh God, I don't fucking remember. What was everybody's screen name? Mine was like Irish with a with like multiple numbers because it was like Notre Dame players numbers. What was yeah, yours, yeah, was Tim? Everything. Tim, do you remember yours? I had multiple. Pick one I of them. <laughs> my very first one, Pick I thought I them. thought was really thought it was really cool. Um, so does anybody remember the movie Blow? Vaguely. So apparently when I was like in 10th grade or 9th grade, I looked like the dude Tuna from Blow. Okay. And so for a short period of time, I was referred to as Tuna. Uh, thankfully, that did not stick. <laughs> um, but my screen name was uh, the Roman numeral 2T Tuna because I'm Tim Taylor to nice tuna. nice but everybody when i was explaining it to people would be like i i t tuna at- <laughs> yeah yeah i could see why that Roman one got scrapped two t- t- yeah lou says his was mad dog one five nine nine uh nice. ryan do you remember myspace do you remember yours i i don't was it was it magnum was it the magnum one <laughs> i fucking don't remember Ryan, I can't, I can't remember what I had for dinner last night. So, asking me, I think me, it's what my what my Instagram thing is. I think it's Magnum Mag- AFI, Magnum AFI, or maybe it was Magnum CKY or something, or something along those lines. I'll have sense. to tell the Magnum story one. That's a story, I guess, for a uh, a pre show. That's a good Patreon or 
Yeah, yeah write Charlie that write there. that on a notepad there so we can we can put that on the pre-show next week. Smoky on <laughs> Um Matt, do you remember your AOL screen names? No, I think mine was pretty basic though. Like just like my initials and like one zero seven for my birthday. It wasn't anything like special. Boring. Um, Is that January seven or October seven? You'll October. never know. October seven. <sighs> um october babies there you go um matt your thoughts now that we can hear you on the uh payback main event um so it was you know i assumed once reigns came back that he would have the belt so if fiend is going to drop it i guess it's in the best way possible here um you know the the kick to the dick is you know about the best you can hope for in terms of someone losing because it's not anything you can really defend. So um, I'm anxious to see kind of what Roman does with Paul here. Um, I think that's a good fit. Um, So we'll see where that goes. But again, I mean, this was choreographed from the moment that nobody but, you know, 80% of wrestling fans could see coming. Um, Um, all right, let's go around the room. Let's grade WWE payback and then we will uh then we will move on. Um I uh, based on my on my match ratings, um it came to a B for me. Came down to to a B. So it wasn't great, it wasn't bad. It was above average. I enjoyed it. It was a fun like 2 hours and 25 minutes. Um I said like if if the if the COVID era has given us anything, it's given us short pay-per-views. So that's kind of been nice. Tim, your grade for, for uh, payback. Um, I'm going to give it a B plus. All right, Ryan. It was an average pay-per-view, and it deserves a solid C. Very good. Matt, how about you? Yeah, I had it as a C as well. Uh, Devin gave it a B. I think uh, Mark said, said a B plus as I'm scrolling back up here. Yeah, oh, solid B. Um. If anybody else wants to give their grade for uh, for payback, feel free. Uh, and again, like and share the video. Get as many people in here and uh, love the interaction with us. Uh, Nikki gave it an A. So Nikki uh, definitely enjoyed uh, payback. All right, let's let's uh, let's move on here. Um, obviously, the last couple of weeks between the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs, we've seen the Wednesday night wars not warring with each other because – AEW was on a Saturday and then a Thursday, and now NXT's playing Tuesday nights for a couple of weeks. And uh, I was going to talk about it last week, just having the shows on different nights. Um, it felt a little easier to absorb both shows as they happen. You didn't have to go either click back and forth like we did back in the old days or watch one and then watch one DVR or Hulu the next morning or what have you. Um, and now a report today from WrestleVotes um, said that the WWE is heavily considering m- moving NXT off of Wednesday nights, possibly to Tuesdays, um, and using this week, which saw their weekly ratings go up, and, and next week as a kind of a test and barometer for that, uh, for that idea. Um, let's go around the room. Tim, we'll start with you. Your thoughts on possibly the end of the not so long Wednesday night wars. Um, I don't 
like the idea that the thought is that WWE is considering moving. USA Network is considering. the USA Network. Uh, USA does not like the fact that that they're losing to AEW on the same night. Um, It actually, from what I've heard... Vince is fighting to stay on Wednesdays because Vince doesn't want the perceived idea that they're, that losing. they're losing and, and submitting and and moving that yeah. moving away. Okay, he's very much uh, for you comic book heads. He's very much very Captain America. It's like I'm I'm a tree planted by the water. You move. I'm not moving. <laughs> um, so. There is talks of like Vince and other people wanting to stay on Wednesdays for the war. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought Tuesday night was a really good night. Personally, if I you can spread your wrestling out over multiple nights, uh, I'm here for it because it gives me more things to do, uh, or it gives me more opportunities in these trying times to watch <laughs> something. Uh and you know, Raw Mondays, NXT Tuesday, AEW Wednesday, nothing on Thursday. Well, three count Thursday. Three count Thursday, Thursday on Thursday. Doing eight to ten on Facebook.com slash three count Thursday. Um, and then of course Friday is, is SmackDown, the A show. Um <laughs> you got I mean that, that I think that works for me. I don't know if that works for everybody else, but well, and I think uh, the, the there's talks that AEW is going to be adding a second show on TNT. Now, whether or not that goes Thursday night or a, a weekend show, a, a, a TNT Saturday nights, TBS Saturday nights. I would nights. love a Saturday night. I know you would. I think, <laughs> I, I, and honestly, I think that's the night for them to go. Yeah, because why would um, you? Why would you come right back on Thursdays? You have and, dark on Tuesday and Dynamite Wednesday. That just feels like a lot. And if you do it on Saturday nights, if you do Saturday night, AEW pay-per-views are on Saturday night. There you go. So you can have AEW Saturday night be a live lead-in there, yeah. to your pay-per-view. The, the, like it's Sunday night heat back in the day. Yeah, or like, uh, I mean, anything. I think WCW actually had a couple of Saturday night pay-per-views. Um, I think some of the Road Wilds were on Saturdays or probably the because because um, you know wasn't Sturgis usually like the Sturgis events were usually over on Saturdays. Yes, yeah, so there was there was some times where um, WCW Saturday Night would float over into um, the WCW pay per view, and I always thought that was cool. I, I like. Um, I mean, especially since we're we're in this mode of like having pay per views have pre shows. Make yeah. your television product on Saturday be a pre show. Why not? Yeah, and yeah. then like, and if if you're already if you're already used to tuning in on on a Saturday night to their product, right. say you don't normally buy the pay per view, you you tune over and you know they they hook you in. Right. Then, then you decide, shit, I'm going to jump on BR Live and I'm going to buy this. I right. think it's smart. And then, but also, too, you're already filming it. Yeah. So if you do order it on BR Live, your pre-show is the episode of Saturday Night. Yeah. 
absolutely get that like it would be and 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 that makes perfect sense because tnt owns br live yeah so there's no there's no problem with airing tnt product on um on br live so um i'm i'm here for it i'm jazzed um i just i kind of hate that the war is there's a possibility that the war is over um just because uh I like the idea of having something to flip us back and forth, even if it was only for like a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been fun, but uh, honestly, the last couple of weeks have been easier as well. And I mean, right now, um, situations being what they are, I've been able to watch NXT on Hulu, um, on Thursday mornings while I'm prepping my notes for the show, but in a normal world, that won't be the case whenever whenever a normal world becomes normal again that won't be the case that i'll just be able to do so like i'll have to watch one via dvr whatever it's not that big of a deal but you know if you give it to me on tuesday nights then it then it's a little bit easier um so i'm i'm in i'm all i'm all for it ryan your thoughts on the uh the the change potentially i've been lost this entire conversation because months ago, and then reminded multiple times on Twitter, people were saying that the ratings just don't matter. So I don't know what all the fuss is about. Well, this isn't about ratings. This is just about the the idea of NXT moving to, to, to Tuesday nights. For better ratings? Well, just to be on a different night. Why is it about ratings, Ryan? Because it is about ratings. <laughs> it- you actually said ratings yourself. You were the first person to bring up ratings. I think that they're using. Well, that was that was from the report. That wasn't Big Jim. Look, Jim, WWE's waving the white flag. You're trying to make as many excuses for it as you can while you sip on your trulies. We get it, but this is hey, hey, hey! I switched over. (laughs) He's he's up the game. Flavored water. (laughs) Uh, I think the ratings both matter and don't matter in this point like they don't matter in the fact that uh it doesn't matter for WWE or whichever brand is getting the rating i think what matters is whatever the number is aew has a bigger one than wwe yes they have yes they have a bigger number but neither company is hurting for advertising or network money or what have you Right. Like it's the optics of AEW is and they haven't been like stomps. There's been like a couple of weeks where like honestly it's a couple of hundred thousand. I'm just worried about Brian Alvarez because if this war ends, that poor motherfucker's all gonna have what's he gonna do? He's not gonna have his Thursday win every week. (laughs) But but Ryan, any any thoughts to NXT moving for whatever reason. I feel like if NXT really wants to move and get the ratings, they need to like, I don't know, because if you look at those ratings, they're ridiculous anymore. The numbers aren't anywhere like they used to, obviously, for wrestling. The only thing that the WWE could do, and he can probably hook this up relatively well knowing Vince McMahon, is like bookend himself right after like Hannity on Fox News. Then he might get some (laughs) carryover ratings and really show AEW who can win this war. 
Yeah, I mean the 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 Fox News crew has been making out like gangbusters during this uh, during this this quarantine time. Uh, Matt, your your thoughts on the potential end to the very short Wednesday Night Wars? Yeah, you know it's good to see Vince. Uh, you know, concede <laughs> defeat. Um, you know, give up. And, and, and finally admit that AEW has won the, the ratings. Way out of line. Way out of line. Um, <laughs> I, I'm with Tim. You know, wrestling spread out is a good thing for me just because I don't have a ton of time to catch up on the DVR. So I'm usually just not watching either of them. Um, so <laughs> this, now that it's spread out and I can actually like make the decision night by night uh, and, you know, with the Flyers probably being eliminated here, uh, you know, less time that I'm watching Philly sports. So uh, more time for wrestling. So I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know when, when the, it, you know, obviously we have, we have Tuesday night next week. I don't know how quickly if the change happens that the change would happen. I, I, I don't imagine it would necessarily um, be instant, but we will, uh, we'll keep our eyes on this one. Speaking of Wednesday night shows though, did it? Did anybody else, Ryan? I know you did. Did any Matt and and Tim? Did either of you guys have a chance to catch any of Dynamite last night? The go home for uh, for All Out. I did. What did you think of this show? Because besides Thunder Rosa, the the women's match and Serena Deeb, I thought that show fell big time flat compared to what they've been doing most of this summer. Jim Ross has got to go, man. Dude, he's not good. It's it's sad. Like it's, it's re- it is. It, it really is. Like he 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 consistently kind of undermines what the 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 talent is doing in the ring. Like he was like I don't understand why you would do this and it's a dude putting another dude's foot on the rope to break a pin up. Right. Like, like he he looks completely uh unbothered i think he would be i think he's great to have um a part of the company oh absolutely please keep him involved like well he's is he their like talent relations guy like like no i think talent relations is uh the elite um no i thought talent relation cody okay cody is talent relations you keep jr in what he's really excelled at, and I think the greatest thing he's done in AEW, and that's those sit-down interview talkie segments. Go oh, yeah. To, like the Buck yeah. segment that he had. That's what JR should be doing. If you don't feature him every week, that's fine. It doesn't need to have a sit-down interview every week, but utilize him in a role like that, and, and he'll or exceed pay- in what he does. Or pay-per-views. Yeah. Bring I, him out I, on pay-per-view. Bring him out for the talkie bits. One of or my... big-time big matches on Dynamite, like bring him out especially now like i know this is some bleed over to like the rumor roundup but later on tonight but like there's at least two names that are now free agents that could easily slot into jim ross's seat and not only like do his job but possibly do it better i think like one of my one of my problems, and it's not just last night, although last night it felt really bad, <laughs> um, yeah. is I feel like there's three guys 
who want to be play-by-play commentators. And and it just it, it, like it's it's there's a constant and I don't know if I notice it more because in the last couple of years I've done commentary for the first time in my life and when me and Ryan and Matt do commentary for a show like we kind of have our quote unquote roles um obviously there's going to be points and there's points if you watch an NFL game or a college football game or an NHL game where the color commentator will call a bit of the action because he just happens to be talking at that time but like with AEW's commentary it 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 feels like they are just constantly stepping on each other's feet and it and it's you know and and I'm not saying that WWE's commentary is that much greater a lot of the times because we've voiced our issues with it over the years on this show but man it, it's it's I feel like if you get JR out of there um, and, and figure out between Excalibur and Tony Schiavone, which one is the play-by-play and which one's the color guy, then you can be in a lot better spot. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that like all three of them do play-by-play. Mm-hmm. There's no surprise that some of the best commentary work AEW's done during this asterisk era of wrestling was the two man commentary of Tony Schiavone and Chris Jericho or Taz. Yes. Taz and Jericho are traditional color guys. They don't call play by play. They, they are the, they are the professional. They are the pro that used to do everything that they're doing in there. He can relate to what a side headlock feels like or what, a power bomb feels like and tony can call it and and he knows the personalities of the people i love shivani on commentary i think shivani is absolutely fantastic like i i think i think he is he is transitioning very well i think he has has become more of the color because he's he's the one who's involved in angles outside like, right he's got his stuff with Britt baker and he he Tony Schiavone now plays very much like Tony Schiavone on what happened when. Yeah, like, and I think that probably plays into him adjusting to that role. He's wrestling TV's dad. Like yeah. that's exactly what he does right now. It, it's just I'm not a fan of Excal- Excalibur's commentary style, but he yeah. he's a good play by play guy. It. it, it it works because he knows or has called like 80% yeah. of the roster to so me like for me him, without him they'd be lost yeah for and 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 he that's why he works for what AEW does but right. for me listening him to me is Mara Ronaldo to you Tim <laughs> like it's Except just Mara Ronaldo like at least with like Excalibur he doesn't like try to pepper in what everyone was talking about right, on Twitter right. this week. It's it's a it's a different thing, but like that's yeah. the comparison that I can make. And right. I know like Morrow is out with WWE. Um, like like here's the I, I wish him all the best. Like it, you know, like the mental health stuff, like that documentary. Uh, because I have mental health struggles of my own. Like that hit on a different level. Like I have the utmost respect for him. But I've said for a long time. That to me, Mauro Ranallo's commentary style 
works better in the shoot fight world. Because in a boxing match or a UFC match, literally every second could be the end. That's not the case in a 60-minute Iron Man match. Um, right. You know, not every moment is going to be, like, the, the, the peak and finish of that match. So, um, you know, I, I, I like I said, I have re- respect for Morrow, but... Um, and, and and for the reasons, you know, that he is leaving, uh, seems to be more like a family, personal thing, like taking care of himself and his family. Absolutely wish him nothing but the best. Um, the th- one of the things I want to talk about from Dynamite last night, and then we'll get to our all-out predictions. Um, like, the, the, the main event segment, you saw... Moxley and I the the lawyer's name is slipping my mind. Mark Sterling. Yeah. Um first off, um all all arguments of like the WWE like disrespecting Dean Ambrose are now out the window because that 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 match, quote unquote, that segment was terrible. Um but also, I, I, and I, I didn't like look back to see if if the Janella blood earlier in the night was a hard way or if it was a blade job. But if it was a blade job, somebody should be getting like their ass reamed because I feel like blood earlier in the night took away from the Moxley blood at the end. Like that's your big hook. That's your big moment. That's your lead in to the the title match at your biggest show of the year, and you already had blood earlier in the night. Like to me, that just that encapsulated the entire night for that dynamite show. I thought the matches were kind of sloppy. The promo segments were even worse. And really, last night's show just kind of fit the 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 formula that is an AEW show: tag match, multi man tag match, promo segment that devolves into chaos. Um, Sprinkle and Jericho yelling at somebody, uh, tag match, and then a main event that will probably dissolve into chaos. But last night it just it all fell flat. But I I thought if if unless it was a accidental hard way, somebody should be getting their ass reamed about the Janela blood earlier in the night. But that that Moxley match was god awful. That was everything AEW claimed that they weren't going to be. That's the thing is that um, I was thinking about it. And uh, every singles champion for AEW so far has been former WWE guys. Kobe. Um, and whoever's like booking for the main event probably has WWE ties. Um, Smart Mark Sterling is, if you don't know who he is outside of AEW, he is the producer for the major wrestling figure podcast hosted by Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. Okay. That makes sense. So, yeah. He's boys with, he's boys with broski. So, um, I mean, and he, he also smart Mark does do, um, he's an, he's a manager in the Indies at create a pro, um, which is Brian Myers's promotion. Um, but I just, it just doesn't, I don't believe in MJF yet. Like I get he's the future and like I get like 
I get that he is a diamond in the rough and some would call him a diamond today. Uh, he's not in the, te- he, even though he's in the top 25 of the PWI 500, he is not in the top 25 of the PWI 500. He is, he is a heel that would have been perfect in the attitude era, but right now smarmy snot nosed kid doesn't quite tickle my fancy as an almost 34 year old man like you're just a whiny like you're just a whiny little boy like (laughs) in all due respect like he's he's fantastic super talented fantastic yeah super talented like it's not my cup of tea I, i love how like his character is insulated and he's got Wardlow being the big bad in his face, and he's finding ways to put someone else in front, but they're also doing that with the Dark Order. I um other pieces that go in front of Brody Lee, and how he's got a female, and he's got a tag team, and he's got another big dude, and whatever, and it's like... Well, it's like everybody has a faction or a manager, <laughs> or both. Um, right. But... I I haven't been a huge fan of like the 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 like the MJF 2020 like the political stuff probably cuz I've just been so worn out on political stuff in actual real life that like a political thing right now is just like Kobe <sighs> like no don't get me wrong like if AEW just sold like the MJF 2020 sign I would probably buy that but I'm not buying the whole election package for $45 um sell me the sign for like 15 and I'll probably buy it um but yeah I think that that has has soured me a a bit on this uh on this feud as well because like like political stuff is just exhausting you know like when when the political scene in the real world is a dumpster fire do your political stuff in november yeah yeah there's a real chance like (laughs) yeah yeah exactly right yeah exactly uh ryan thoughts on um dynamite last night the the close of the show all of that intern mark definitely not a fan of uh of last night's dynamite i know yeah last night's dynamite missed i'm gonna i'm not gonna you know dig too too much into that um the main event uh was clearly a sports entertainment main event um which again i I think everybody knew that's what aew was going to be without aew ever saying that but that is that is successful professional wrestling in the united states this is not you know japan where more of a work rate and and a strong style of wrestling i don't think would get over in in uh, the united states so they have to do what they have to do that being said um I, I, I'll meet, I'm going to meet you halfway, Tim, on the MJF thing. Um, I think MJF needs to be watered down. I don't think MJF that was really good and would say what he wanted to say to whomever, male, female, anything like that. Go look at some of his indie work. Look at him in, like, CZW um, and, like, him just berating women. And, like, it was unreal what he was getting away with on the independence. I don't want to say getting away with it was his character, whatever. But um, he really, really knew how to work his angle. And you can't you can't do that to a broader audience. So we're seeing things um, that maybe AEW didn't necessarily plan out when they have like their hot hands 
in something like MJF that you can't give 100% MJF. It's got to be a watered-down um, Michael Jacob Friedman. Uh, so you, you get what you get. But uh, also, to your point, they've got to do something other than previous WWE guys really soon. I remember our conversation for All Out was um, Jericho or Adam Page. You've got to go with Jericho for the, rain, the name sure, recognition. Sure, You have to do it. And it was the right call. And then to have not put it on anybody to introduce now a TNT championship and have it with Stardust and, and Brody Lee, um, Luke Harper, whatever you want to, you know what I mean? You can't, you just can't, you got to spread some love. The women's division is the only division. I guess the tag division as well. Uh, spoiler well, alert, tag- ex-WWE guys are going to win the tag titles in two days. <laughs> well, the tag titles, the tag titles had mainstay dudes from TNA and ROH and then the dude from New Japan and the young the young stud from Ring of Honor so it's like yeah, that's not wrong you're not wrong yeah but, like, but again and now you're going to turn right around and probably hand it to yeah. the revival on Saturday so whatever this whatever this hand signal means yeah, right the reverse um, shocker right yeah it's very <laughs> weird it's weird seeing Christian Tully Blanchard go oh one in the my. pink, two in the stink on television. <laughs> it's weird. It's the like southern thing. Well, and you know they're a heel because they they got a manager, so you knew that right. too. Um, but yeah, it, it's and we'll we'll obviously we'll get to our predictions here in a minute, Matt. Any any thought? I know you didn't have a chance to catch um, Dynamite last night, but any thoughts on on the build to? all out or anything like that i mean i think it's like i know we're kind of making the jokes about the former wwe guys and i think it's just kind of to be expected you know they, they have to capitalize off of the names um you know would it be better to see them build their own stable and, and give these title shots to you know people that have been with the company since day one sure but at, at the end of the day uh, i mean they 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 really want to win that ratings war. We make jokes about that, but that <laughs> seems to be the most important thing to AEW. And the best way to do that is to say, Hey, NXT fans, here's this guy that WWE didn't use properly. We're going to give them a shot here and show what they can do. So, um, you know, to, to see someone like, like Brody, who I still think is one of the top five technical wrestlers in wrestling today, get this massive push is, is a, good reason for me to tune into AEW on a consistent basis yeah um that being said from what i've heard and i did follow along a little on twitter um you know it it was a swing and a miss on wednesday and that's not what you need going into your pay-per-view coming off the heels of back-to-back pay-per-view weekends from wwe yeah and i mean i I know obviously we do we do make jokes i have i really have no issue with Brody lee as TNT champion I you know I think Brody Lee is um fantastic and and the dark order has has turned into something that's actually pretty entertaining when at the start um you know the jokes about them being called the dork order were um pretty appropriate because it was it was really bad at the start and and they they have gotten a lot better with that so I'm not um I'm not just taking taking shots to take shots I don't promote being the elite anymore uh i've stopped really watching it but 
go out of your way to watch the stuff with the dark order on okay. being the elite it is hilarious it's literally brody lee telling john silver to shut the fuck up <laughs> the entire it's so good well i like, guess everybody else is great everybody else is great like he's like you do something you do something and then he's like silver shut up and like he's just bullying john silver all day it is so it's like Lou. i got the gag and it's just i want more of this bullying lou says jake roberts saying busting a nut on national tv last night alone sums up last night's show <laughs> um but yeah i mean yeah it, it was a miss last night with a was was definitely a miss um but you know that that's kind of the anomaly a bit i will give AEW credit they they have um they they usually do hit pretty well um on on their weekly show so let's go to the um the predictions I we did have a uh the question of the week that ties along with uh the predictions and, and we'll get to that um when we go through it if, if you're following along in the live video I want to give your um predictions for the matches as we go through them and which match are you most looking forward to uh I forgot to pull up the um the the responses but we appreciate everyone who gave responses uh, to the question of the week uh, on social media. The three count question of the week. Uh, which is which match are you most looking forward to? Uh, let's start with the pre-show. And, and I don't I don't like that this match is on the, 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 the pre-show because of how much attention this storyline has gotten throughout this summer. Um, I, I don't I don't have a huge issue with with pre-shows. I, I've said that before. Like somebody's got to somebody's got to be on the pre-show. Yes, Tim. What is a tooth and nail match? I have I have no clue. I assume Big Swole did her nails and Britt Baker's a dentist. I, I guess. Anybody's like, guess is as good as mine. And yeah, they didn't like ex- they Christian... haven't explained it. That's one of my problems with their commentary as well, is that is and I know Again, like what's what's a Brahma bull rope match? I don't know, but I bet the it's WWE explained. Match. But I, I guarantee you that if you go back and watch a Brahma Bull Rope match, the WWE explained the rules for it about 14 times. But it's a bull During rope match, but not before. But match. it's the bull rope match. Maybe. And maybe I know what a that, bull rope is. I know I've seen bull rope matches. It's that a bull Christian rope match rock, is a thing. What's the Christian Rock match? Record Company, isn't it? They're sponsoring this match. <laughs> Tooth and <laughs> What what's a stairs match? That's where you gotta walk up the stairs. stairs. So I I have no clue what it is. I'll reserve my judgment on on the name Uh, of the match. I have it. Oh, do they actually define it on that? I'm I'm just pointing out like it's bad. Like there's no defending it. So the only way you would know what a tooth and nail match is is if you listen to AEW Unrestricted. Uh, Tony Khan was the con man, was the the guest for the go-home Unrestricted, and he explained what the tooth and nail oh, match is. Ridiculous. I'm, I'm reading it now. Here it is. This is so bad. Okay, go from, ahead. From the mouth of Tony Khan, we're going to have our first ever tooth and nail match between Britt Baker and Big Swole. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, the tooth and nail match, the pun is definitely intended as they will fight tooth and nail. It will be false count anywhere 
and they will be fighting in and around a dentist's office. Come on. I man. understand Brit's office, in fact, will be set up and I think is going to be a real house of horrors for Big Swole. But I but she knows what she's signed up for. Uh so essentially it's a fight in a dentist office. Oh boy. Okay. Um so it's a boiler room match. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Well, and theoretically I guess this could be cinematic. Um it will be, absolutely. Okay. So, I mean, they, they, they did well with their, their cinematic match before. Um, Britt Baker doesn't pull out an obvious chiclet <laughs> from Big Skull's mouth during this match, then it gets an F from me. <laughs> there we go. There we go. We heard it here first. Um, okay. Um, at least they explained it. Um, hopefully they explain it on the pay-per-view. Um, but... Uh, because I, that that's that's another thing I think they need to do a little bit better job at is not just assuming that people listen to their podcast and watch Being the Elite. Um, now, for the people that do, they get a lot of things. I'm a person that doesn't get a lot of things that they do. Um, <laughs> Turn Mark says, shockingly, this won't be the first time I saw a fight in a dentist's office. <laughs> um <laughs> But, uh, again, I don't have an issue with matches that should, quote-unquote, should or shouldn't be on a pre-show being on a pre-show. But you've dedicated a lot of your summer programming and storytelling to a match that you're on the pre-show. That's the part I don't like. All that said, Britt Baker, to me, has to win this match. Um, you know, it, 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 and I'm going to make it like a funny joke because he usually loses a lot of them. This would be like The Undertaker losing a casket match or a Buried Alive match. Um, but, uh, uh, Taker did win the first Boneyard match. Uh, so let's see if Britt Baker can win the first tooth and nail match. That's my pick. Tim, how about you? Yeah, I'm gonna go Britt, uh, just because, uh, nobody likes being in a dentist office and only Britt Baker would know how to go around. And besides, she's got Reba with her. So what's Rebel? It's a 2 one Reba. Reba? Yeah. Reba. Got it. Uh, Rebel. Ryan, how about you? Um, if we're all done shitting on this, I, I do want to point out that I love the lockjaw submission. I think that is a great. I, I uh, will agree with that maneuver. Uh, I love it. What a maneuver! It's, it's visually uh, appealing. It's just disgusting in a COVID era to ram fingers in mouth, but um, I do uh, I do enjoy that uh, that move. Uh, I'm gonna go Britty Bake. Uh, Matt, how about you? Yeah, knowing what I know about why this match is called what it is, um, it, it has to be Britt Baker. Um, and let's never have a tooth and nail match again. I, I'll agree with that. Uh, Devin and intern Mark uh, both have uh, Britt Baker winning this as well. Uh, then we go to a tag match. Jurassic Express, uh, Jungle Jack Perry and Luchasaurus taking on the Bung Yucks, uh, Matt and Nick. Uh, I have the Young Bucks winning because... They're the guys in charge. Uh, Tim, how about you? Um, you know what? Screw the young bucks. How about Jurassic Express for the up? All right, there you go. Yeah, I w- I would like them to win, 
Yeah, they're gonna. I don't think they will, though. Shut up. <laughs> because Cody's not on the show, and I already kind of gave a gave oh, away. Cody will totally. There is a place for Cody on the show. Um, but uh, and 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 I already kind of gave away my thoughts on what will happen in the tag match. So one of the forty EVPs has to come out of Victor. Uh, Ryan, your uh, your your prediction here. A boy and his dragon. Jungle or dinosaur, whatever the hell he is. He's a dinosaur, right? Jungle Jack Pear. He's a, yeah, Jungle he's a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur. Yeah, he's a dinosaur guy. <laughs> um, Matt, how about you? Um, young Bucks, why not? There we go. Uh, Devin has the Young Bucks. Charlie says not to change the subject, but since we're discussing AEW, anyone hear the ridiculous comment Tony Khan made? It's not ridiculous. Okay, so... What was the comment? I'm assuming he's alluding to on the um, the the presser today on the media call that he had said that um, Double or Nothing was better than WrestleMania. Of course, he's going to say that. Why would he say anything else? Whether it's true or not, like this year's WrestleMania. Yeah. Does he? Did he not see the Boneyard match? Right. I mean, the it's it's a it's. It's an incorrect statement. However, what did you expect him to say? And I, well, I didn't I mean the Jacksonville Jaguars were the best team in the NFL last like, year. Like I didn't I didn't hear the question, so I don't know if he was like prompted to say it or if like he was just like I'm going to take a chance to like say we were better than WWE, but like regardless of how it came up, if you're if you are talking about the two, of course he's going to say his show was better. Like, is Vince McMahon or Triple H going to say that Double or Nothing or All Out is better than SummerSlam? No. Like, we as fans may think it's ridiculous. And, and here I am defending Tony Khan. Um, of course he's going to defend his show and say his product's better. Like, it may be ridiculous. Nikki's got to bounce. Uh, thanks for joining in, Nikki. We appreciate you as always. But, uh, yes, did I think it was a ridiculous comment because I thought WrestleMania was a lot better than Double or Nothing? Sure. But it's not ridiculous that the guy in charge of AEW said his show was better. That's not ridiculous. Apparently, the quote is, Double or Nothing kicked the crap out of WrestleMania. Yeah. Sure. Like How many nights was Double or Nothing, Chief? <laughs> two's always better than one. Yeah, do you want do you want one cheeseburger or two? Do you want one beer or two? I'll take a double. Do you want one blowy or do you want two of them? No matter how it works out, you always take two. Um, but yeah, I I'm not I I I saw it said what else was he going to say? He wasn't going to put over WWE. Um, all right, let's go to an eight man tag match: The Dark Order, Brody Lee, Colt Cabanjo. Evil Uno and Stu Grayson uh, take on Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares of Dusty Rhodes and QT Marshall, of course, with Allie. Um, Dark Order's got to win this, um, to me, uh, especially when you have your TNT champion on there. Um, so I have the Dark Order. Tim, you, you seem to disagree. Because this is the Cody spot. Oh, you think? Uh, Yeah. He ain't dead. <laughs> Cody's going to show up. And he's going to disaster kick every last one of those dork order dorks. 
Uh, Ryan, how about you? Oh, t- oh there's there's the food. Sonic cup? I'm gonna eat. God damn it! I am gonna eat. That shit is that Sonic? Delicious Sonic. Sonic. Oh man, you gotta you gotta give us the deets on what you're what you're gonna stuff in your gullet there. It's always the same thing for me. It's a it's a number two, plain with uh, fries and a Coke, easy oh, ice. Man, that sounds tasty. Easy. That tasty burgers. I haven't had one of them in a long time. They're so sounds good. like a very plain meal. It is a, a very plain meal. I'm a, I'm a I'm a very plain individual. A man of simple tastes. There you go. Uh, Ryan. I never change my order, and I get shit on, on all of the time. He I gets a plain-ass cheeseburger, and y'all are like, hey, Tim, that's great. get the hell I out of here. The dark Matt, what's your pick? Okay. I literally said that's a very plain order. I mean, I to... say, oh, that sounds great, Tim. I man of simple taste. Order. Oh, you're such a great guy. I mean, I heard you. I mean, Ryan, Ryan, to be fair, I don't, I don't, you know, in in a normal world, I don't eat with Tim nearly as often as i as i have food with you we do we do break bread often so i don't i don't know that tim has a has a uh reoccurring pattern the way that you do that's fair i i, I accept that okay uh do you we have can't a pro- wait to sit with you guys and i'll eat food at the diner i can't wait oh i cannot fucking wait for that moment uh which will at a long at, time since we've been to night and day at this rate it'll be 20 fucking 23 by the time that happens probably missing our tips at this point i haven't seen her since i since i started going there uh to get takeout i had croquettes last night they were delicious of course you did nice order boring ass ryan (laughs) boring um I really changed it up this time. I got cauliflower with cheese as a side and everything. I changed. You got ca- you you got cauliflower with cheese. Well, the cheese sold me. I have never seen you eat cauliflower before, so I'm impressed. Oh, I enjoy cauliflower. You sure you didn't get those beet eggs or whatever you call whatever? <laughs> oh, I love a good red oh, beet egg. Oh, the pickled mm. egg on the salad with the ranch. So mm. Yeah, with that ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sweet Jesus, delicious. Like one of the things I never got into in. Pennsylvania Dutch fashion. You know what's even better? A deviled red beet egg. Oh, that sounds real good. That sounds real good. Um, real good. Tim, intern Mark asked if you got a milkshake. I believe you only got a Coke. He said they have a toasted marshmallow milkshake. That sounds, to me, pretty awful, quite frankly. It sounds amazing. That sounds pretty gross from where I'm sitting. Um, and I try a lot of different things. But Ryan, your thoughts on the Dork Order versus uh, four other guys? I, I yelled Dork Order, then we went off topic. Very good. Oh, sorry, I missed that one. Matt, how about you? Dark Order. Uh, let's see here. Tim, or not Tim, Devin and Mark have the uh, the Dark Order picking up the win. So Tim's out, uh, out on an island by himself. But it does kind of make sense. It just depends how long Cody's going to sell that beat down. Um. All right, let's go to the uh, Casino Battle Royale. Excuse me. Uh, Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Pentagon Jr., Ray Phoenix, The Butcher, The Blade, Eddie Kingston, Sean Spears, Billy, Austin Gunn, Jake Hager, her, Santana, Ortiz, Chuck Taylor, Trent, and a wrestler to be determined. <laughs> so Mark said their, their ham loaf is delish. Rob Noxious asked, what is ham loaf? It's like meatloaf. But with ham, it's fucking delicious. Try it. Give it a shot. Gene Wanger. Mm, yeah, get Gene Wanger's ham loaf. 
Uh, you'll find it in, in most grocery stores in the frozen food section. Put that bitch in the oven. It is fucking delicious. I absolutely love some ham loaf. Um, now, are you topping that with a uh, with a with a topping, a raisin sauce, or a uh, usually a pineapple? Uh, pineapple, like sauce? the pineapple and cinnamon. Tim, you look like you're trying to ask a question. Raisin sauce? I've seen a raisin sauce. I've seen raisins in the pineapple sauce as well. But uh, I like the straight up pineapple sauce. Uh, now, that shit sounds there disgusting. are times. I have also had if ham loaf. We're talking about white, white Lancaster County, right? They're going to put raisins in anything <laughs> they can. That's true. Um, I have also seen ham loaf uh, patties that you eat like almost like a burger. And uh, I have put like a honey mustard on the ham loaf, grilled ham loaf patty, uh, which is very good. Um, oh, intern Mark had that for a dinner tonight, a Gene Wanger's ham loaf. I had that last week, actually. Um, so here, let's start with who do you think the 21st man in the battle royale will be before we get to our uh, predictions on the match? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. He's a guy that said he's retired. I call bullshit. That's why I got the shirt hanging up. Miro, a.k.a. Rusev Day, uh, will be your 21st man. Tim, how about you? I don't fucking know. (laughs) Um, Curry man. There we go. Curry man. Uh, Well, it could happen. Um, It could happen. Ryan, how about you? Oh, that's such a great question, Jim, and I'm glad you've asked it. And I wasn't thinking um, because I wrote Rusev down long before thinking I would be original. So, um, <laughs> yeah. No way, Jose. There you go. Uh, Matt, any thoughts on who the 21st man will be? Um, yeah, I was going to say Rusev. Um, JR. <laughs> Her. <laughs> Um, Devin says, uh, says, says Rusev. Uh, all right. And now to who we think will win the casino battle Royale for a, um, future AEW world championship match. Um, this is a guy I've kind of come around on this summer. Uh, even if I still don't totally get it, um, Darby Allen, I think Darby Allen having a money in the bank, so to speak would be huge. Uh, he is a guy that is clearly kind of a homegrown, homegrown guy, and um, you know he, he, you know the from Twitter. If, if Twitter speaks any bit of thought into the wrestling world, um, Darby Allen's pretty big, pretty over. So uh, I like Darby Allen to win the uh, battle royale here. Uh, Charlie has says Jeff Cobb as uh, as the twenty first man. Yeah, he's. Okay. He's still a he's still a thing. Corner of the cob. Uh, Devin says Cody as your twenty first man. Mm-hmm. There you go. Got to get a get. Got to find a way into that title picture somehow. Uh, Tim, your thoughts on who will win? Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go Eddie Kingston. I like it. Because I just I want Eddie to win everything. Yeah, and I mean he's the hot hand right now, so that that would be uh, that would be appropriate. Uh, Ryan, how about you? Yeah, I was gonna fucking say Eddie Kingston too. Now I feel like I have to change it. Like I did. You last don't time. have to change it. 
It's okay. It ju- that um, that trend just started. It's not like you're coming in two seasons in. Oh, for real? Okay, because I was gonna say Curry Man if he was in it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Eddie Kingston I think would be would be good. I think you got a hot hand there. Um, I don't know how much. Yeah, dude, Eddie Kingston, absolutely. Yeah, Flyers uh, heading to overtime, uh, needing the win here in Game Six. Uh, Matt, yeah, because our stress and anxiety can handle that. <laughs> Well, you know what's better than one overtime is two overtimes because, as Jim says, you always take two. That's right? true. No matter what it is. Hey, for me, it's just bonus hockey at this point. <laughs> so, no, so if the Caps – No stress. No stress for J- Big Jim. The only thing better than the Caps getting eliminated once from the playoffs is if they came back and they got eliminated twice in the playoffs. The way they Fair. played in the bubble, it certainly would happen. Tim, <laughs> please, the Washington hockey team. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> These are these are twenty minute periods for overtime, correct? Yep. So so they would need two to win in twenty two minutes. So if we will see two overtimes, twenty two minutes. The Flyers will pick up their victory tonight. I started filling out my I started filling out my scorecard today, uh, the PW scorecards, and I think in the the Young Bucks match, the question was the number of super kicks, and I put twenty two. And then it was the number. I would still of, take the over on that. The number of aerial moves, and I also put twenty-two, just just because. Um, Matt, your thought on who will win the casino battle royale? Uh, let's just give it to Brian Cage, because why not? Why not? Uh, Mark has Darby Allen uh, winning this one. All right, then we go to the Darby Allen's skateboard. <laughs> skateboard is really big to be Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk Pro Skater comes out again tomorrow. That's yeah, true. I already got it, and it is fantastic. Is it? Oh yeah. man, I might, I might have to. Uh, I gotta buy it. Then I might have yeah, to buy no, that. I got, I'm about to lose so much money on video game stuff. I bought the new golf but, game, and it's pretty good. Yeah, PG. I want to buy PGA. Yeah, it's good. It's definitely better than Rory McIlroy PGA Tour from like okay, five years ago. I pre-ordered Tony Hawk and I'd forgotten all about it. And then I was like going through my email the day we settled on our house and like drained our bank account. And I saw, Hey, thank you for your purchase at Microsoft. And I was Fucking like, ah, damn it. Oh, good. Best weekend for this to happen. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Video games. Cause I guess like the new NHL games soon coming out. Uh, that new WWE game, which I actually think looks pretty fun. Pass. No good. No good ski. Hard. I don't like it's. It's like WWE All Stars, except like work. You feed people to alligators. Like what? Like we gotta get. It's easy. He's gotta get royalties somehow. Gotta get them. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, like NBA NBA Two K just came out. Madden just came out. They just announced they're re-releasing Super Mario 64 for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, I need to get a Switch. Uh, I really need dude, to get yes, a Switch. Switch yeah. is your, well, I need the, the I best need, console. I need the world to course correct before I can start going buying things like a Nintendo Switch. It's yeah. not. Lauren is still, I think, in tears about her horse and Zelda almost dying. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's uh let's keep going. Uh let's keep going here. Singles match for the AEW Women's Title: Thunder Rosa uh, going up against the AEW Women's Champion Hikaru Shida. Um, this is one of those ones where, like, I I thought the, th- the Thunder Rosa match again that was my highlight by far of the night last night. 
uh, on Dynamite. I, I like the spot here. I like kind of the working partnership, which I guess isn't really a thing with NWA, according to Tony Khan earlier today. Um, but again, I just kind of chuckle at like, it's another instance of somebody just coming in and getting a title shot right off the jump. So why do we have wins and losses? Why do we have a, a record counter on our website when somebody can just walk in from a whole other company and just go, I want a title shot. And they go, okay. <laughs> um, all that being said, cause I don't, I don't know the status of Thunder Rosa. I would love Thunder Rosa to win this match. Um, but I have Sheeta retaining. Um, to say something without saying too much, uh, the NWA is very Lucha underground right now. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah. So there's some people who you'll see looking for work. You may not see, (laughs) uh, for some time. Uh, with that said, um, I don't think Thunder Rosa wins here. Uh, I think it's a good way to boost the credibility of Sheeta uh, to beat an established champion in her own right in Thunder Rosa. Um, I still think AEW's got a bunch of stock in Sheeta. I'm glad that they decided that Sheeta's the right Joshi uh, to go with as opposed to uh, Riho. Riho. Yep, thank you for that. I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I got uh, Sheeta. Uh, Ryan, how about you? Yeah, I think uh, we're going to see Tony Khan do what he did with um, with Double or Nothing and WrestleMania, and he's going to put his guy over. Um, in this case, it's going to be Sheeta. I think you have to put Sheeta over. Um, I don't think you want to have your NWA champion come in and beat your champion the first match possible. Is it possible? I do think so. I love Thunder Rosa. I think that was the highlight of um, of Dynamite. Uh, honor to call many of her matches. So, um, you know, a really great superstar, really, really, or wrestler, whatever you want to call her, a wrestler. But, uh, yeah, um, Sheeta has to, has to retain here. Matt, how about you? All you monsters picking against former guest of the show, Thunder Rosa, for shame. This is why we don't get guests back. That's true. That's why we've been guestless. They first. listen to these shows and they hear us picking against them. Ryan, this is on you. Hey, fuck you, Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Thunder I'll try Rosa. to do better next time. Ryan, uh, Matt's got Thunder Rosa. Mark has Thunder Rosa. Mark's the intern's oh, yeah. do the intern's doing his work tonight. Um, and said she, you know, she was the highlight last uh, last night uh, as well. Devin has Sheeta picking up. Uh, picking up the uh, the win in this match. Um, yes, right. Real quick, let me let me interject because I know we've done our share and rightfully so of of shitting on AEW um, in the way that they treated some of their women. I just wanted to look back at the 2019 All Out um, where we had the women's battle royale and Riho versus Sheeta for the championship. Um, this year, Britt Baker, Big Swall, Sheeta Rosa. Um, which which lineup do you guys prefer? Last year's lineup with the big battle royal, or this year's lineup with the clear cut better wrestling match with like Sheeta and Thunder Rosa? Just curious. Um, I think I like this year's. I mean, the nice thing with the battle royal is you get more people with a payday. Um, you know, and and I feel like a battle royal, even if you put it on the the pre show, um, 
you know, you can you can set up a potential women's champion, uh, you know, money in the bank holder as well. Um, so maybe kind of a of, of a miss sight here on them for not having another uh, battle royal. But um, I I prefer two matches, um, especially two that I think could be pretty good. Um, it, it, you know, especially the women's title match. So I'll, I'll prefer this one. How about you, Tim? I'm looking at 2019's card really quick. 2019, Nyla Rose beat Britt Baker. Okay. The winner of that match. That was Rio Cheetah. Yeah. So that was in the pre-show. Yep. Okay. Um. So with that case, I'll take this year's. I just wasn't sure that the Casino Battle Royale from last year was in the pre-show. It was. Um. Yeah. Yep. Also, I'll, I'll take this one as opposed to the other. I think. I think Tooth and Nail is going to be way better than the casino battle royale um and then sheeta i think i think thunder rosa is going to be a better opponent than riho um matt your thoughts yeah um it it is tough to argue against like the wrestlers getting that payday getting that recognition like you know being on a pay-per-view i know is a big deal but for women's wrestling um you know not and i I say this with all well knowing that we have a tooth and nail match, but <laughs> not having like a gimmick match, <laughs> like a battle Royale and just showcasing wrestling for women's wrestling is a good thing. Um, so I think this year is the better one. Um, but, you know, we did get to see a lot of good names last time around. All right, let's, uh, let's keep plugging. Oh, Ryan, did you say which one you preferred? Think... Uh, no, I think I think it is this year. I think Sheeta's going to bring the best out of Thunder Rosa and vice versa. I think people are going to come out of this weekend um, and then really say, wow, that match was the best women's wrestling match we've seen in AEW. Uh, and I really think those two athletes can easily pull that off. Yeah, and I hope they let this match breathe um, and, and they actually give it some time. Uh, like I said, last night, and I, I just because I know that, that the weekly time that they've given the, the women on, on dynamite has not been good. Um, I, I started a stopwatch for, for the match. It was nine 52. Um, but the problem is in the States, at least like a quarter of the match was cut off. They did the picture in picture, but then it cut off to like full screen commercials. So you lost like a quarter of the match. Um, I don't recall that happening with men's match. I don't know if it was a glitch. I'm not saying that they intentionally did it, but like, it was just kind of crappy that you lost a quarter of what was your best match of the night. All right, then we have the uh, tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. Kenny Omega and Adam Page, of course, defending against FTR. Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, of course, with Tully Blanchard. Um, shouldn't be a surprise for me. I said uh, FTR is going to win. I think we're going to continue to see the the breakdown of, of the Elite and Page and Omega and I think at the end, I saw a lot of people talking about it because obviously I don't watch Being the Elite. Um, but there was a shot at the end with, I guess, Kenny Omega wearing the the, the sunglasses that he wore as the cleaner. So I guess we're, we're possibly seeing a different Kenny Omega than we've seen uh, in AEW. Um, so I think, I think we're just seeing a lot of things that point towards um, a change in the tag team championships. Tim. Sure, I <laughs> I could be I couldn't be for for 
farther away from Kenny Omega at this point. Um, I think he's taken a huge step back now oh, that yeah. he's on US. He looks like a fish out of water. Um, he was definitely the oddball in that whole segment last or two days ago. Yeah, last night. Yesterday. Yeah, like awkward. Tully Blanchard, FTR, and Adam Page are there. And just Omega is cutting promos like he's in Japan. Like it's just not uh I, I will I will he doesn't tip my hat work. to Omega for the for the Hana Kimura shirt. Yeah, perfect. Uh, today, I guess uh, today would have been her birthday. I know there was a pro wrestling tease site launched um, with, I guess, money going to her family. So um, obviously, you know that that was cool. But yeah, I, I agree with you, Tim. He he seemed way out of place um, in that segment, big time. Ryan, right? Well, Kenny Omega dropped to thirteenth uh, in this year's PWI, so uh, we have to bring back that cleaner gimmick. <laughs> and uh, set him back on his solo route to at least move him back up inside the top 10 because we're just not going to stand for that. <laughs> um, Matt, how about you? Um, Revival. That's what we're talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, FTR. Is that FTR? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I assumed that that was your prediction if you hadn't actually said it. Yeah, too bad. Uh, intern Mark says FTR, Jason FTR, he says FTR has to win since all of their champs need to be, uh, recent WWE fires. Um, Charlie says calling it now a complete and total implosion of the elite. Uh, Lou says Hangman joins FTR and Omega finally gets out on his own and hopefully starts to shine. All right. Then we go to the bloated corpse of Chris Jericho, Captain COVID himself, uh, taking on Orange Cassidy. Um, in the Mimosa Mayhem match, the match can be won by pinfall, submission, or throwing your opponent into a tank of Mimosa. Um, I like Orange Cassidy to get the, get the win here. Um, uh, you know, he, he's, he's definitely been a bright spot that at first I was kind of like, I don't really get him either, but, uh, dude, super talented. Um, and I think getting a Jericho rub here. Uh, all jokes aside, uh, we'll do pretty good things for, for Orange Cassidy. So I like Cassidy to win. Tim. I got Chris Jericho winning because he's going to get thrown into a vat of mimosa. Let's see what you did there. I mean, Chris Jericho will win because he's going to be in right. his natural so he, habitat. So he will get drunk. Yes. He's going to get into the he's going to get into the fish tank and in bit one of the bubbly. breath in one breath inhale 800 gallons of mimosa. I see what Perfect. you I see what you did there. Oh, He's the... going to turn into a sponge. <laughs> he already is. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> Ryan, how about you? Here's my 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 biggest gripe and this is going to sound ridiculous, but have I've never seen a mimosa be that orange before. Like, orange juice is more of a yellow color, um, and I'm probably just splitting hairs here, but I just don't like the juice that they use as orange juice. You mean, in, in the, the or- like, the orange aid that they dropped? Right. Clearly it's more of an orange aid. It's a great call, Jim. Yeah, it's not uh, orange juice. Said, that being said, Orange Cassidy oh. will win this match. You also skipped the Hardy match. Sure did. I'll go back to that one. No, we don't have to. 
too. No, nope. I'd rather not. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, Sammy. Uh, Sammy. 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 Perfect. All right. Good job. Very good. <laughs> Ryan. Broken rules, whatever so, that means. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, again, maybe Tony explained it on the podcast this week. I'm not doing more research. No, that's fine. <laughs> Trust me. Don't need you to. Hopefully they explain it uh on Saturday. Ryan, did you did you say did you say Orange Cassidy? Yeah, Orange Cassidy, yeah. Matt, how about you? Yeah, Orange Cassidy, for sure. Um Jericho. I said it like six years ago on Facebook that he looks like an old, sad grapefruit. And it's just like... <laughs> Gotten worse. <laughs> an older, sadder grapefruit at this point. Um, so, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's... Last week, I think it was like Payback 2015 or something. I just put it on the network as I was working on some stuff. And... Like, I forget who Jericho was wrestling, and I'm like, holy hell, that guy has aged like milk. Like, he really, really has. It is not, it is not great. I don't know if it's the hair, the bloated body, or all things considered wrapped into a, a really awful package, but um, it was bad. It, it, it's bad. Uh, Charlie has OC. Mark says he would love to see Cassidy win, but he's going to go with Jericho. Uh, Jason asks, how does it help him getting this rub? Uh, and Mark and Devin had Sammy winning the match that we don't care about. Um, I do have the rules for that match real quick. If you want me to run them down. Sure. It is a last man standing match determined when one man cannot answer the 10 counts. The finish can take place anywhere. There must be a winner. And if Hardy loses, he'll leave AEW forever. Um, so I assume WWE has last man standing trademarked. Probably. <laughs> so so that would explain that one. Um, Jason says only it's question because realist. They, they didn't do an I quit match. <laughs> do, do, oh, they do you have quit. Mike Kyoto. Do you give up? <laughs> um, Jason says ding, the only. Ding, ding. John, do you give up? <laughs> Jason says the only question is because realistically Cassidy's already over with the fans. How does beating the COVID whisperer help him? Um, I guess because there's probably some people on the outskirts of, of AEW markdom that, like, if you see him beating Chris Jericho, go, oh, who's this guy that beat Jericho? Because Jericho's name does still carry. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Charlie says, I'm really starting to think uh, Vince Russo is booking AEW with all of these gimmick matches, bro. <laughs> All right, let's go to the main event. Singles match for the AEW World Championship. John Moxley defending against MJF with Wardlow. Uh, Moxley is banned from using the Paradigm Shift uh, finishing maneuver. Um, even though I think it may be a bit premature, uh, I'm going to say MJF is going to pick up the win. Um, not because he's, I, he's not talented or a star, but I think that especially in empty-ish buildings and the COVID era and blah, 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 blah. Um, a heel champion get can get more attention. Um, and, and, and then you can have faces chase the heel champion. So MJF picks up the win. AEW finally gets a non-WWE champion on their, on their singles roster. Tim, 
John Moxley. Just because it's too early, I think, because yeah, those things you alluded I've to earlier. Wrestling so long to to know that, like, go home. If you beat the dude up before the pay per view, you're getting beat up on the pay per view. Like, I know, I've seen it. Like, I get it. It's what happens. Like, John Moxley's winning. Like, I, I don't think you're gonna have MJ. Like. Especially they're making a big deal like MJF being undefeated and whatever. Like, cool. What if, <laughs> what if there's a DQ? Like, I, I think, I, oh, think I would love John that. Moxley, I would love I that. Think, I think John Moxley walks out as champion. Please have a shit bag finish. Please. I want that to happen so bad. I want it. Yeah. Now that you put friend. that out there, speak it into God's ears. Yeah. Like, I want there to just be a shit baggy finish. That just is is sports entertainment all over the goddamn screen. Yeah, let's let I, that. I let's let that happen. Uh, Ryan, your your prediction for the main event? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with letting that happen. Um, I don't care if John Moxley um, does the dirty deeds and and beats him, <laughs> whatever it's going to take. Um, what happens if if Moxley does the paradigm shift? Does Moxley just lose the match? But remains champion like i don't think i guess it's a dq which i guess he would then retain the championship again i don't feel like stipulations have properly really if they're gonna stip but explain it um so yeah john johnny mox all right matt how about you yeah it it doesn't make sense to take the belt off of moxley at this point um i i would like to see mjf as the heel champion down the road but not not just yet i think they still have some more character build to do with him uh, Jason says, uh, WWE retreads, roll the night. Then Lesnar comes out because we never saw that coming. Um, Charlie has, that I wouldn't see coming that, that would shock the hell out of me. Uh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. They can afford him. They're not going to do it. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about Brock Lesnar being a free agent. Cause that was in news. Um, he's gonna, whenever, whenever Vince wants to open the checkbook, He's not going anywhere else. Like, let shut that down real quick. Um, Devin says MJF. Charlie says Dean. I mean, Moxley. Mark has MJF uh, as well. Um, is there a match? Because that was the... The three count question of the week. That you're most looking forward to. For me, it is the main event. Just to see if they actually do uh, flip the switch to uh, MJF. Or if there's any fuckery that happens. Uh, and man, I'm, I really hope there's some sort of stupid finish because that'll just that'll just make me happy. Tim, mimosa mayhem, just because I love OC. Very good, Ryan. Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa uh, again. It should be the greatest women's wrestling match in AEW history. Very good, Matt. How about you? Years and years of history. The bar is <laughs> multiple so... years of history. Um. <laughs> I, I guess the main event, uh, just because I want to see, like, I really do like MJF, so I won't be disappointed if they give him the title. So, uh, um, I, I thought when you said main event, you obviously meant broken rules, Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy, right? <laughs> no, I was talking about the, the tooth and nail match. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's, um, a couple things here uh, before we wrap up the show. Uh, Tuesday night, the NXT Iron Man match. Uh, it was a four man. Obviously, um, Adam Cole 
Bebe and uh, Finn Balor. Uh, both finished the Iron Man match at two falls. Uh, Gargano and Ciampa each had one. Um, there, There's a lot of mixed reviews, and I feel like it's either you, lo- you loved it or hate it. There's not a lot of people like myself that are kind of in the middle on this. Um, I don't, I don't love it, but it, I, I, I'm also not, uh, I'm also not going to flip out about it because when you, and I, and I did post a, a, my thoughts to the Patreon subscribers, patreon.com slash three count Thursday, um, in, in, in longer form. But when you have four guys having two to a finish with a hook for next week, uh, when you're once again on a different night than normal, um, it's not the most ideal finish, but in the, but I don't I don't find it some big spit in the face of NXT fans who tuned in for an hour just to not see a champion crowned. Um, I mean, were you going to watch NXT or weren't you? Like I, you know, for me, like the match was good. I loved I I loved the match. Um. And I have no problem with the hook the next week to crown a champion. Tim. My only problem with it is that the sudden death didn't happen on the same night. Like you, you build up like 60 minute Iron Man matches to show endurance and who who's worthy after 60 minutes of being the champion. And then you're telling me that the 60 minutes is now there's sudden death a week later when the both competitors have had the chance to rest. Like if you wanted to, if you wanted two weeks of television, you could have did a four person tournament. I I, I get it. Okay. I get, I get that you want to present it in a different way, but you very, they are very tournament heavy. Right. I mean, they just did a, they just pretty much, they had a tournament to crown or to get to the North American Championship ladder match. Um, like I get it, but to me that should have been resolved in one night. If you're gonna do a sudden death payoff, okay, like, just because it, it negates the the toll that an Iron, Iron Man, Man match Man. would do. Um. Now, so would you have had them start the match earlier so you could have had that finish? Or would you have, like, rolled it over to the network or just rolled it over on USA, you um, know, pay pay the network a little bit? I probably wouldn't have done a sudden death finish. Um, I would have... I would have probably crowned a champion. Okay. Or Or get close to sudden death. Like Dusty, finish it. Okay. Instead of instead of saying definitively that Adam Cole got the fall, make it so time expires. They have to go off the air, and the question is: Did three happen before or after sixty minutes? I mean, they almost missed that mark as it was. Right. <laughs> and so Balor could have walked out as NXT champion on Tuesday. And then you have the question of, did Cole actually get the pinfall? Okay. And then that way you have something to look forward to on Tuesday. 
And if Cole's fall did take place, then you do Balor versus Cole for the NXT championship. I like, like that. There's there's other ways to do something. Like I get that there's timing involved, but also this was taped. This wasn't even live. Well, you could do anything. That that is true. That is true because you could do it anything that it was not live. That is that is accurate as well. So like that's another thing that like like it's a, it's a different soapbox, but fair, um, fair, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I can see that. Uh, Ryan, your thoughts on the NXT Iron Man finish? Yeah, man, I think um, the president has been said that the night that there is a tie that it finishes right away, like Kim had said. Um, the problem is this is four men in one match. So would you kick out Gargano and Ciampa uh, and then just have it a two-man match to end it? Okay. Um, so you would alter then the match a little bit. I don't know. I guess that makes sense. Um, I don't. I just don't love it. I, I know why they did it, but I think, like Tim said, there's there's another way of getting there that um, that doesn't have you totally invested in 60 minutes when a week before you were told like we're going to have a new NXT champion next week by William Regal, and then Regal comes out and says next week we're actually really going to have a champion. What's to say? that that'll happen now next Tuesday. You know, I've already altered my schedule once. For Here's the deal. I'm going to watch NXT regardless. Right. But if I'm a casual fan, I've altered my schedule once to see this match. Do I want to do it again? Um, or do I feel slighted by not getting what I was told I was going to get? I don't know. I, I see I see why they did it because they got to hook it back in. But I also see the negative side of it, too. So yeah. you're, kind of, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, I guess. I mean, anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation NXT. We, we do know that. Matt, your also, thoughts? Also, I feel like NXT is kind of bitten by some sort of unlucky bug that a lot of times they're laying the championship down. Maybe I'm thinking it happens more than it really does, but I I feel like it's happening frequently. Well, I think it, it feels that way a little bit too because Keith Lee forfeited the North American title and then the new NXT champion right away had to put the title down. Um but also, I think you're going to get that in, in, in a development wor- developmental world as well because, um, you know, we've seen it a couple times with the women's title because they've gotten called up, so they relinquish the title, stuff like that. Um, maybe this is kind of the the the, uh, the name of the game when it comes to that. Uh, Matt, thoughts on the Iron Man finish? Um, I mean, I, I'm just going to kind of echo the sentiments like they they could have done something a lot different here. I don't think that they had to go this route. Um, you know, if they're going to do a sudden death, then they have to do it same night. You can't drag that out. It's poor booking. And at the NXT WWE level, like this isn't to be expected. Like that's an indie show type of booking. That's not what we've come to. That's see. Vader so- booking. That's Vader <laughs> booking there, baby. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to wrestle tonight, but if you come back next month, then I'll then I'll wrestle. We're going to tag up. We're going to we're going to we're going to fight here. I mean, it is what it is. Like I, I think I understand their logic behind it, but like they're they're a little dated sometimes with what they're trying to do, and this is one of those things. Like they they don't need like a cliffhanger. Like 
there's no like ryan said there's no casuals they're like oh well i wasn't gonna watch but now i have to like that they're not getting that audience at this point um you know if you're watching it's because you're watching every week yeah that's fair and i and that's kind of why i'm i, I was kind of in the middle like it's not I, I wasn't like oh my god this is brilliant but in the same time i wasn't like oh my god wwe just spit in our faces as fans um but like if you, yeah if you were going to do this sudden death the same night i would have just rolled it over you know said hey usa we're going to run 15 minutes over tonight the people are already hooked anyway and just fin- you know just finish the match off um but yeah you know it, it was it was just kind of uh it was just kind of one of those things um and then finally like i said we, i had had covered the brock lesnar as a free agent uh, sort of a thing and then um Intern Mark says, bad booking, dragging the winner out of the Iron Man match for another week. Great match, though. Um, and then the only other the only other news item I had, of course, uh, you know, as a lot of people have seen last night, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson confirming that he and his wife and his kids uh, all had tested positive for the uh, coronavirus. Uh, Kevin Nash uh, on Twitter had said that him and his wife uh, had tested positive as well. And then... AJ Styles on Twitch uh, said that he was uh, that he had tested positive um, back like a little over a month ago as well. So when we saw AJ off TV for a little while, that would have explained that one. Um, but uh, you know, it, it is good to see that uh, all of them uh, have recovered and are um, are, are doing better. Um, obviously, you know, not to not to tell people things that they don't already know. Uh, but it's still out there. It's still real. Um, wear your masks. Do the right things. Um, and uh, but but glad to hear that um, those who have gotten it. And obviously, you know, because we know Renee Young was one of them. We know Kayla Braxton was one of them. Um, so I think little by little, the, the the WWE names were starting to trickle out. But AJ Styles being one uh, as well. Um, otherwise, I don't have any other news items i don't know if anybody else has anything to add all right say congratulations uh real quick to g raver who was victorious in the lawsuit uh <laughs> that jim Cornette put against him uh i did see that in court um falls under the uh the parody um i guess by Cornette taking the first blow uh g raver was able to parody uh, the likeness of Jim Cornette for his T-shirt or his plain black T-shirt, whatever you wanted to call it. So, congratulations to G. Raver on that. Uh, you know, free speech wins. There you go. Anybody else? All right, Tim. Got anything to plug? Uh, at not the tool man across all platforms. You know where that is. Uh, if you like your podcasts with a little more wrestling and a little more retro, uh, Final Wrestling Place. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, uh, just search for Final Wrestling Place um, in your podcatcher, or uh, follow us on Twitter at Final Place Pod. Uh, we missed last week because we were both under the weather. So last week's topic is this week's topic. <laughs> it is all four matches of Crash Holly's twenty four seven title defenses against. The WCW uh, Junkyard Hardcore Invitational from Bash of the Beach 1999. Um, 
very it's gonna be a fun uh fun conversation i'm looking forward to it and uh yeah uh fam pray for me tomorrow uh i'm trying to get a pair of shoes uh at 10 a.m it's a limited edition pair <laughs> I, of shoes. I saw you tweeting about this earlier um, puma is releasing a a pair of limited edition uh super mario 64 shoes uh daddy needs these shoes so uh just pray for me fam uh we got to get these we got to get these shoes jack gotta get them uh ryan anything to plug now you can follow me down there uh it's uh the twitter uh i've been tweeting a bit about hockeys and uh other things so trying to up my twitter game so uh more followers the merrier i guess i don't care uh, and Matt, how about to you? Plug, Nothing else to plug. How about you, Matt? Nope, I'm all good. All right. Uh, well, make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. That's where you'll find everything Three Count related. You'll find our YouTube channel, our social media stuff, our merchandise, collar and elbow brand deal, and much more. Until next week, stay safe, stay smart, go for the pin, enjoy all out and in your holiday weekend. We'll talk to you all next week. Take care. <laughs>